Hello, everybody. My name is Phil Seahorn. Very briefly, I have been providing internet content for the last 23 years now. I've already got a uh, series of podcasts called Giants. You can check that out. Uh, that involves uh, 42 years of research into uh, all things alien and UFOs. This is my second series of podcasts. The name of this series of podcasts is Black American Political Power in 18 Months. That's it. It's pretty simple. Um, this uh, podcast is uh, dedicated to my parents. Uh, both were in the Army. Both served a country that uh, hated and despised them with uh, dignity, patriotism, and honor. And this podcast series, this entire series, is dedicated to the people of color who served this country, and even today in 2020, like myself, who have a patriotism to this country because we know what this country is capable of doing for all of her citizens. Now, the title of the podcast has absolutely motherfucking nothing to do with white hatred, white American hatred, white American condemnation, nothing motherfucking to do with white Americans at all. Okay? This podcast is not about condemnation of fellow Americans. I have all love for my fellow Americans because I understand the power of the union. I'm 59 years old. I'm a man of color. I'm West Indian, Cherokee, and Scottish. And uh, I have a lot of content on the internet right now, Facebook and social media. I really don't pull any punches. My family is the... United Colors of Bennington. I actually have white relatives growing up in apartheid America. Yes. Born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Been here in Spokane, Washington for six years. Coolest fucking white people I have ever met. These are like third generation hippies up here. These people are the real deal. And then you have a strong Christian um, thing going on here. You have these white folks here that hate and despise black people, brown people, whatever, but they're dominated by the Christianity. The people in Spokane are the real deal. Now, that being said, I guess that's a disclaimer. Now, I've been watching a lot of stupid-ass niggas on cable, TV, internet, Talking fucking head, 60 years after X, King, Carmichael, other black men and women who have given their lives and blood to this country and to its people, all people, not just black folks. I've been hearing a lot of really basic stupid shit. I'm 59. I went back to school, get my bachelor's degree. I kind of did like a Bruce uh, Bruce Wayne 
you know, Batman type thing, uh, you know, <laughs> or something. I don't know. Malcolm X, Brother X, educated himself, you know, so I could gain some type of, I guess, legitimacy. But let me get to the point. This first podcast is called The Deprogramming of um, African Americans. Because obviously there's some type of programming going on to where, you know, you have black billionaires, billionaires, not millionaires, billionaires, you know, they're, you know, everybody lies about their money. 2020. Stupid ass motherfucking public service announcements. Black entertainers like Oprah wants to have another Aunt Jemima motherfucking sit down by the table talk explaining the fucking obvious. Just nothing. Nothing. No solutions. All the shit on the fucking social media. Social media, I've made my craft at 59. All I'm hearing from black, white, brown, polka dot Americans is the same fucking thing. It is not about race in the United States in 2020, especially with black folks. It's about power. It's about politics. Black folks have dominated. I have three categories for any type of civilization. I have a bachelor's in history. Again, I went back to school and get that because I fought for many decades this bullshit to where to be educated in the black community is to try to be white. No, actually, my situation was Native American. I never acted white, I acted Native American. Um, my mother's black Cherokee, look that shit up. NPR, the Cherokee Nation throws black folks out of the tribe. It came out in 2011, NPR, in case there are still stupid motherfuckers out there going, there's no such thing as black Indians. My dad being West Indian, Colin Powell, West Indian. Okay? Reggae, West Indian. The worst slave revolts in the history of entire slavery in the Western diaspora. West Indies. The Caribbean. It's in my blood. Colin Powell. You know? Fuck it, we have a problem. Bob Marley. Fuck it, we have a problem. The young lady that's uh, involved with the uh, Blexit or whatever, uh, Miss Owens. Caribbean. We have a motherfucking problem. Um, and the problem is ignorance and brainwashing. Um, it has to be. Oprah is has billions of dollars. There's $13 trillion in the African-American community in 2020. 13 motherfucking trillion dollars. Now, 
unless I'm a complete fucking idiot, even if I have been programmed to not, you know, say that the king is walking around with his dick hanging out, you know, um, that's a parable. This motherfucker's going, what the fuck? Uh, the king with no clothes up. Anyway, now, Oprah wants to do a show. Trevor Noah, love the brother, basically saying the same fucking thing. He did answer, he asked one question tonight. Who do you go to to solve the problems that we're having right now with the protests? To an African-American woman who's uh, head of the Black Matters organization, which, you know, fuck it. What the fuck do they do? They haven't really been fucking successful. And that hits the whole problem, okay? And this is where we get into the deprogramming. Now, you have black billionaires in 2020 who are too motherfucking uneducated, stupid, prone to the, oh, if you're educated to be white bullshit, my, to where they can't weaponize the money. Uh, the uh, young uh, football player, Kaepernick or whatever the fuck, big ass Afro and shit, I guess he thinks it's still 1968 or something. That's another endemic problem going on right now. All oh, this protesting bullshit. The motherfucker takes a part of his money. He could pay a motherfucker to kneel. You feel me? Stupid. He could protest by proxy. He has the money to do this. He just doesn't have the intelligence or the education. Hence the problem. Three criteria. Let me go back to that for, for society. Social, political, historical. Those three factors. They shape the whole diaspora of the United States as we know it today in 2020. The African-American community has dominated the social and historical. I'm not going to go into details. All the information is out there. It's quite obvious in both of those aspects. The one thing these stupid motherfuckers have in it, I... As a West Indian person, woke, you need to understand, Candace Owens doesn't hate black people. She does. She just honestly says, we have a problem, and it's a we problem, not it's hate white people problem. Okay? Colin Powell, the same thing with the Republican Party. Hey, wait a minute, hold it, you motherfuckers. If I'm part of this, this party, you motherfuckers are being crazy and openly racist. We have a fucking problem. That's what we do as a West Indian. Okay? And to be quite honest, and I'm just going to really go there because I'm defending Miss Owens. She's not a sellout. She's not a uh, house nigger or whatever. Uh, she's not a free thinker, whatever the fuck that means. That's, that's so fucking oxymoronic. It's ridiculous. Um, no, it's just fucking stupid. I'm a free thinker. No, you're too stupid to think. You're not educated enough to think. You're not. You're free. You you're coming up with an opinion bullshit. Education, Candace Owens, West Indian Caribbean, 
Yeah, she identifies as Caribbean. I identify as West Indian. I don't know what the fuck African Americans identify with. Jay Z, Beyonce, they give parties. <laughs> Ice Cube, love the brother, love rap, down with it. Okay? Watch the Defiant Ones, HBO. I don't believe I'm actually plugging that, but I'm plugging that. It's called The Defiant Ones with HBO. The Quintis, Quintis, I can't even pronounce that fucking word. It lets you know where the rage comes from, folks. If you really want to know what's finding out, what's, what's going on with, with the young black folks today, tearing up shit, riots, protests, that's one direction you may want to find. I'm plugging that. I may even put that on my social media. I'm not getting paid for it. I don't work for HBO. I'm not getting a plug for that. It's called The Defiant Ones. Check it out. All right. Cube is going to go on tour. He's coming to Spokane in like two months. I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga going to get on stage and talk about? Hi, I'm a black millionaire, and I'm pissed off. Listen to my songs, you know, and all this. Hate white people, hate white people for two and a half hours. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking billionaire. He doesn't go on GMA. Because he's too pissed off and he really doesn't want to say good to America. I there's a there's a there's a programming, and it, it is quite obvious it exists when you have black billionaires in 2020 who who can't do anything with their money. They can't weaponize 13 trillion dollars. It's a programming. Um, I honestly don't know why in my life experiences people from the West Indies or the Caribbean seem to get it. Um, even British people who are from uh, some type of Caribbean background seem to get it. Uh, they're under extreme Western indoctrination, but it's just simple. There's, there's a, an impression. Now, when the NFL in the United States says that there is a tangible, systematic, institutionalized form of racism, which basically means there are things in place in American society designed solely for one purpose and one purpose alone. The fuck with the minds and you know integrity and and just mental, spiritual, physical well being of African American people. Now a lot of people I mean the NFL just announced this a couple of days ago, so there goes the argument, well oh that's bullshit. There's Black people aren't under any type of fucking attack by the U.S. government. What that doesn't even make any fucking sense. Well, yeah, it does, and and I'll explain why. Uh, programming. Now, I've only had three conversations in my life with with white folks, and this is not a condemnation. And I'm Scottish. Fuck you. My last name is Seahorn. Look it up too. Father half Scottish, half West Indian. Grandfather, full-blood Scottish. Got white folks in my family back to St. Louis. And here, too, in Washington State, found out. It's quite about the disclaimer. But anyway. But one guy, Larry, I'll never forget him. Um, almost 35 years ago, he died in St. Louis, Missouri, my, my birthplace. Um, Huffington. The most down-to-earth white guy I have ever met in my entire life. And he just basically said one thing. 
oh, all this shit going on right now, we just don't want you to do what we did to He, you know, we don't want done to us what we did to you. Pure and simple. And that was epiphany for me at 24 because that, that pretty much explained the whole racist situation. Quote, unquote, let's put race or racism in air quotes. But that's all it is. So let's look at this from the reality of the situation, okay? Things are in place to psychologically control a group of the American diaspora that if they became woke, would likely seek revenge of a magnitude not seen in human history. Okay? And all you have to do is just read an American history book on slavery. Interesting point about that. I had an auntie say this. If white folks were crazy with the hangings and picnics after slavery, what were they like during slavery? That mindset entails a complete and total sociopathic sense of reality. And that reality would dictate, from a social engineering point of view, that there is a population in the United States of America, again, let me say this, when or if they became awake, would explode with a rage that would tear this country apart. Okay. So, you had apartheid in place. That's the physical oppression or restraint. But you also had to have a mechanism of restraint so precise, so genetically DNA manipulating, so effective that in 2020, you would have Oprah Winfrey, arguably one of the richest fucking people on the face of the planet, with billions of dollars at her disposable, having a problem in her community in the United States, having the resources to, to end that, Oprah Winfrey could end the African-American diaspora as we know it now in 2020, in 18 months. Hence the name of my podcast here. It can be done. It, nobody's doing it. That's the whole point. Instead, we have Al Sharpton. <sighs> Jackson. Obama, too busy being a superstar. Michelle, the same way, too busy being a superstar. Just becoming a footnote in political history. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, how you doing? You were the black president, weren't you? You were that guy, weren't you? Yeah, that, that's about it. <clears throat> Meanwhile, the whole motherfucking world explodes into the streets of an incident that happened in Minneapolis with an African-American man. And yet, we have trillions of dollars in the African-American community, minds 
of young African-American men and women in 2020 educated at the highest echelons of American society, of American academic institutions. None of these motherfuckers can't seem to get the shit together and do something positive instead of um, <clears throat> mass protests. One thing, this is not motherfucking 1968. And yet we have Sharpton and the black community in the United States behaving as if it is. Not only is it shameful, disgraceful, obviously showing a lack of evolution, advancement, and incredible lack of intelligence, basically affirming what our president thinks about people of color in the United States in 2020, just affirming all that. So, there has to be a concerted effort to deprogram African Americans. That's the name of this podcast. Okay? African American power in 18 months. First episode deprogramming of African Americans. <clears throat> Somebody in the African-American community is going to have to step up in 2020 and say, okay, we have to smarten up. Killer Mike is the only person who has publicly stated, planned, plot, strategized, all that. In other words, use your mind. Or do what white folks do. Okay? Hold up. I have heavy traffic, I have professional podcasting equipment, and it's picking up everything. Yeah, I live in beautiful Hilliard in Spokane, Washington. So, but anyway, Killer Mike, um, he's the only one that said that. Plan, plot, strategize, whatever the hell else he said. But basically, use the mind. Jackson don't want that. Sharpton don't want that. How the fuck can Sharpton scream and holler and act like a motherfucking idiot at a crowdsourcing se session or a data mining session or putting together a fusion center or uh, planning some type of uh, pan-African networking program or um, setting up uh, independent financial institutions in the African-American community funded by the motherfuckers that are putting these PSAs on. Um, why not any of those? Because that's what white folks do. And see, the, the programming, if you go to my um, Facebook page, Seahorn Publishing, not Facebook, I'm sorry, Twitter, Seahorn Publishing Studios, there's a meme I have where Barack Obama basically says that the slander of Accusing African Americans of acting white by embracing education. It has stopped. Okay, that came out in 2013. It's 2020. The reason why we have all the problems in the African American community is because African Americans have embraced stupidity. 
ignorance as a badge of honor or something. All right. That has to end. That has to end. Now, Cube is coming in two months here to Spokane. Cube could set up a crowdsourcing operation to where he raises a, a, a bunch of money at the concert. Hold on for a second. Wow, this is interesting. Okay. And I now invest in professional podcasting equipment. It's picking up everything. I'm going to have to pick a different time to do this podcast, but this is the first one, second series, again. Black American political power in 18 months. Q could raise all this money, all right, fire the prosecution for the case that's going on right now, hire the best prosecutors money can buy. I don't even give a fuck what country they're from. Wouldn't that be wild? <laughs> the prosecutor from like Tapatico, some island, some fucking where. This motherfucker's never lost a case. Nobody's ever heard of him. Comes to the United States, you know, wins this case that, that, that everybody's protesting right now. Or hell, just um, make it monetarily. I don't give a fuck what you make of this. Make it monetarily advantageous for the prosecution to get a murder charge. I don't give a fuck how you take that at all, really seriously. The name of the game in politics is money. All right? But the programming. Now... African-Americans have enough money to protest by proxy. Okay. The programming has to start in the African-American community to where mind first. Okay. Fuck Jackson. Fuck Sharpton. Fuck whatever nigga motherfucker is telling all the brothers and sisters out there. Go protest. Go burn down buildings. Go do all that crazy shit. That's not going to work, folks. Not in 2020. So the first thing, and I'm running right to almost a stop sign for this recording, this podcast, very first one in the series. Deprogramming. We must embrace education. Okay, we must be deprogrammed to use our minds in our community, to weaponize the money that we have, to utilize the, the tech resources, the social engineering resources of 2020 today. That would be, in my humble opinion, the first step toward the actual realization of African-American political power 
in 18 months. Again, my name is Phil Seahorn. Thank you for listening. The name of this podcast is Black American Political Power in 18 Months. I'm on Facebook and Twitter, Facebook Phil Seahorn. Check out myself online or just Google Phil Seahorn. Thank you very much for listening. Have a nice evening.